Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that brings together well-known friends to talk through three thought-provoking questions Usually over three glasses of wine, but not today. My guests this week are teetotal, but were no stranger to a glass or two or three or four <laughs> thousand boxes of. It was never a bottle, by the way. It was a box of wine. I used to walk around with a box of wine, didn't I, mate? A vineyard. Yeah. Two ninety-nine box of wine in the fridge. You are, of course, listening to uh, a woman whose life has spanned well emigration to Africa. Uh, yeah, yep. when yeah went yep. to Africa when I was uh, nine. Boarding school in Oxford, working in the music industry at the height of Britpop, which is where we met. Yeah. You then went on to uh, marry Noel Gallagher yeah. and became a mum to Aeneas. Thank you. Who is like all over the shop right now being the face of Adidas, walking for Dolce & Gabbana. She was on the cover of Tatler last month. Meg Matthews, it is so lovely to have you here. Thank you, Kate Thornton. And... She's flown in all the way from Marbs to join <laughs> her. It's so nice to see her. I wish you were in the studio because the colour of the woman, my goodness. Beyond bronze, babes. Bronzed. I mean, literally, if you put Donatella Versace next to you right now, she'd Please feel a bit pale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this woman is just lovely. You may remember her as Jude Cunningham from Hollyoaks. Um, and she, again, has opened up and laid bare her own difficulties and battles with everything from addiction to postnatal depression and living with being bipolar. She is now one ripped, fit, 
Oh, I was going to swear then, I'm not going to swear. I was going to say mofo. Mother uh, of four. Better. Oh, Davinia Taylor, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's really exciting to be here and chat with Meg as well. You know what, if you'd have thought 25 years ago that we would be sat here, you've got two kombuchas and I'm on a sparkling water, no. we wouldn't recognise ourselves, would we girls? No, it's boring, God. But what I love about you both is that you are absolutely sober and you celebrate that, but there's no kind of writing off the past and being all kind of pious about it. It's like, they were good times. We laugh about it. We enjoy it. Yeah. We embraced it for what it was. And boy, did we, did you know, we rinsed some late nights, didn't we, ladies? Absolutely. Yeah. And early yeah, absolutely. mornings. Now, Meg, these days you are, I'm, I'm going to say poster girl for the menopause. Yeah, thank you. Because you are, are owning a conversation, a really important conversation, um, around something that every woman is going to go through. There's two guarantees in life when you're born as a female, death yeah. and the menopause. That's it. If you work, you have to pay some taxes. Um, <laughs> and nobody really talks about it. So you have a blog about it, you have a column, you have a podcast, and a really great range of products, mm-hmm. which is stocked in Superdrug, is that right? Superdrug, Boots, and Tesco's. Oh, check you out and with your online. Yeah. So proud <laughs> of you. Um, I, th- I think what you've done, having known you all these decades, I think this is your most important moment, Meg, so well done. Yeah. And, and you had a very strong network of friends. So I wondered, how, how did you two meet? Was it, uh, was it through uh, that crowd? Really? I, yeah, I you think... You came round the... Ha- Nelly that, and came... Did he bring I think you? so. Well, he was like your neighbour at the time. You, you yeah. were in Supernova Heights and then with I Noel. ended up buying it. So, yeah. so, so you lived there, you lived at Supernova, Supernova Heights, Heights with, with Noel. Noel. Yeah. Then I think Davinia came round... Did we come with Nelly? I think so. Nelly is Nelly Hooper. He was like an ex. He's like an ex of everyone, to be honest. But anyway. (laughs) I think it was around that time. It was around about that time. It was the late 90s. Anyway, so I ended up buying Meg's house. That's how you became friends? Yeah. Wow. So it's all... She did a fabulous deal. No, I mean, to be honest, the fixtures and fittings were on another level. I still dream about that fish tank. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did David... So then David Walliams bought it from me. He ripped the whole thing out. And took the fish out and everything. I remember clearly... Cleaning everything so we could move into a nice clean house, and the next minute everything's on a low loader, disappearing. And how did he end up buying it from you? Well, we, I was kind of partying with him anyway. So there's a lot of business done in these parties. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's not there's all fun and games, you know. There's a lot of money. Supernova to... Heights could speak. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I remember um, I remember Gwyneth Paltrow running in going, look at my engagement ring from Brad Pitt. I mean, there was all sorts of things. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's dying I mean, to talk. Yeah. yeah. But then we said it was a bit, we thought it was like everyone, everyone who went there split up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Look, well, yeah, did. Me, I, I did, did, you did, and David, David Walliams did, did, yeah. So, yeah. Wow. yeah. So, if you're looking for a happy it? marriage, don't, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah, I think he has. Because yeah, I, I bumped into him on uh, Regent's Park, actually. Yeah. I was um, carrying one of the kids home, and uh, he was there, and I just started chatting to him, and he's like, oh, hello, you know how he is. Yeah, I never know how to take him. His no. humor's so weird. <laughs> I'm like, how are you? And he just, like, really scares me. But yeah. he said he'd sold it, and he was, like, divorced and everything. Yeah, see, So, yeah, exactly. But I've got a feeling it's not necessarily necessarily the house it's the people we know <laughs> that split up <laughs> I, I think you're probably right there. Yeah. So we've got a nice little family four and then and they're yeah, all doing exactly. very they're well very but, well and you've got four kids yeah four boys a lot of testosterone a lot of noise and Meg how old's Anais now? Anais is 19 <sighs> 
I know. 19. You did good and, with her. She's turned out lovely, yeah, hasn't no, she? Yeah, yeah absolutely um, an angel. I mean, I couldn't be really proud of her. She's just, like, I know all mums are going to say that, but she could be, number one, a really spoiled brat. She could be really like, you know, my dad this, my mum this. And she's the most down to earth. You know what I mean? Also, she doesn't take drugs. She drinks occasionally, doesn't smoke. So all the things I was just terrified of. Just doesn't. It's not flipping no. on a radar. But I think that's that's the next generation. Like, yeah, absolutely. They're way smarter than us. It. I hope just, so. Just, just well, we didn't really have that sort of like example. You know, if if you saw someone who was an I alcoholic, was it was like example. a character in Coronation Street. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you didn't. It wasn't really out there. So you didn't have yeah. people like us out there saying, you know what, it's a genetic disease. So watch out. Don't drink to excess because you carry this gene. Yeah. Or you know. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've well, there was no education around it. No, and and I'm really into like the whole of like the genetics thing. Because from where I'm looking, from an outsider looking in, it's always, I was under the impression that you had to be in an abusive family or bitter poverty or some tragedy had happened to you. No, I had none of those no, three. I'm from I. a middle class family, parents who loved me, you know, brilliant schooling. I didn't really get bullied. I went to an all girls school and I got a bit of bully in there, but that was just normal. There was nothing. There was no trauma in my life. Mm. So as I started going through um, recovery and everything, I thought there's something bigger here because it's in my family, you know. I've got, I'm from an Irish sort of background and, you know, there's, you always hear about the heavy drinking with the Irish and everything. And Is your dad a big drink? Was your mum a big drinker? My mum wasn't, no, 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 um, she wasn't at all. My dad, but he, he can drink, yeah, he can drink and, and to get drunk, but he can switch it off, you know? I don't have that you switch off button. But uh, looking further into it, there's a thing called, um, well, you all know about the DNA, sort of like your code of DNA, and you can't change that. Well, there's this like emerging science called epigenetics, and basically it's emotional DNA that gets handed down through generations. Mm. So things like trauma you can inherit from your great-great-grandmother unknowingly. And through trauma, obviously, that makes you susceptible for different diseases like diabetes, like some sort of like low cortisol level, which will lead to chronic fatigue, which obviously leads to depression, which can obviously lead to then drinking and self-medication. So this like emerging science could be unlock the whole key to this so you're carrying thing. somebody else's emotional baggage yeah. yeah yeah it's incredible like I'll give you an example They, do, you're not going to like this because it's done on animals oh, but she, she's a big I'll just, yeah, yeah, oh, don't she'll leave uh, don't, don't, just but they, they did a rat for... study in the states and this is really interesting I know you just read about it the other day and it's on male rats so it's not it's not the female rats and what they did was they gave a rat uh, an electric shock whenever it smelt like a perfume smell like I think it was cherry blossom and so they did that over a period of time and so the rat shudder as soon as it got an electric shock and the, the smell was pumped out so it so associated the two then they stopped giving the rat electric shocks but as soon as it smelt that cherry blossom it would shudder now that's obviously like an emotional memory but the interesting thing was that male rat then went on on to have grandchildren and those grandchildren shudder at the smell oh. of the cherry blossom so it's like sort of like an alert thing you know and it's, there's another study out saying about women and men in 9-11 their kids have been born with extremely low cortisol levels the fight or flight is much lower so that get, puts them at high risk from all sorts of like diseases like chronic fatigue Wow. wow. I know. So, you know, when you're oh like, oh my God, God she's always biohacking. Oh, this no, one. She she I'm is. so bored. You're about to become my Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't worry, she is. Okay, Tamina. Like you. Yeah. Right, are you ready for your first question, ladies? Yes. Okay, your first question. Do you want some more kombucha? 
Nope, we're all no, fine. You're good, you're good. Don't drink it like wine. So. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I see you do at gulp, night. Gulp. <laughs> Can you identify one event or period in your life that has changed everything for you? <sighs> God, um, I think for me, it was my mum getting ill and uh, dying of cancer. That sort of, I mean, obviously, that's traumatic and horrible for everyone. But for me, it shifted my whole outlook on how to feed myself and feed the kids and um, uh, and start looking on a deeper level of how we can empower ourselves to mentally eat better for our minds. And, um, yeah, that opened up a whole, a whole self-preservation um, attitude towards me. And that's because you believe that a lot of what she was eating was... I think um, stress contributing factor yeah, to I, her. I think I think she, I think she carried she Illness. she carried the the BRCA1 gene, but I think she could have maybe helped silence it by uh, eating a certain way, by doing certain sort of. I mean, you can change your sort of DNA um, uh, pathways by doing things like meditation. Now, mm. that to me is pretty voodoo, and it's totally out of my comfort zone. But when I see evidence of it and brain frequencies and stress lowering down and different chemicals mm. happening in your body, she was really stressed, my mum. And so she used to take lots and lots of sort of like sleeping tablets and antidepressants and everything. So her liver was having a really hard time. So like the knock-on effects of not being able to calm herself down naturally, I think put a toxic load on the rest of her body, which subsequently eventually arrived in cancer. Wow. And I think obviously we grew up around 80s, 90s. I mean, she wasn't big on cooking or anything. So there's a load of microwave food in there as well. Mm. And I just think eventually your body just goes, no, I can't hold it off anymore. And that, that, that's, for me, it's all about preserving. So was it, so you, you changed the way you eat, the way you feed your family as a consequence of, of losing your mum? Yeah. And today marks your 10th well, year of it, sobriety. Yeah, so it's September oh, the 4th. Wow. September the 4th. Oh, I, know, I know, right? But isn't that weird? It's like that school yeah. year. Like, there's so many people who get sober in September, not in January, you know, yeah. not January the 1st. Yeah. It's like the summer in us is like, right, September, new pencil cases out, let's <laughs> yeah. go, let's go. And it's like, right, September, let's shoes stop on. drinking vodka in yeah. the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I recommend that any time of year, really. Just oh, give we that all one did up. that. Yeah. Morning drinking, it just came with a tip. I've never done that. Yes, it was all with the territory. I had a beer. I would always have a beer first thing in the morning. You see, beer didn't do it for me. It made me more depressed. Did it? Yeah. I don't have a bicycle beer. How long since you... You're three and a half years now? Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Meg. But yeah, you've, you've, you've been in and out. In and out. Yeah, three out. years, four years, two years. But the years, menopause like brought you back to drinking, didn't it? But, it was yeah. so horrible. Yeah. Would, would, is, well, I mean, I'm not going to answer your question for yeah. you. What's been the one event or period in your life that changed everything? <laughs> the menopause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't think... Um, I never thought I would be doing... It's not being of service to women, I think. I just, you know, I, I love it and it, it's just changed my life completely. And But you've turned a, pos- a negative into a positive. Into a positive, yeah. Because yeah, you were so low with it, weren't you? Yeah, like really low. Like I was, yeah, like on loads of antidepressants, didn't leave the house because I had no clue that I was going through the menopause. I thought it was my whole lifestyle that had caught up with me from so the you, 90s. you thought too many late nights. Too many late nights, it's yeah. It's biting me on the arse. Yeah, now. and I uh, just shattered my nervous system. System. You know, it's one of those days and I just thought, oh, my God, this is all what, you know, my mum used to say to me. It's all going to catch up with you, you know. And then all of a sudden, everything that was happening to me, it was nothing that I could relate to. I didn't even know what the word perimenopausal was. I just thought the menopause was like no periods and um, and a hot flush, which a hot flush I didn't get. And I had the marina coil, so I didn't know whether I was had a period or not. Except I had, you know, I was just like the worst anxiety, overwhelmed by life, couldn't leave the house. Um, 
night sweats, couldn't drive the car, was just everything, foggy brain, headaches, um, just inflation of the joints, like that I couldn't even walk to the toilet. I was like a 90-year-old woman. And then the minute I slapped a bit of estrogel on and a bit of HRT, within four days I was, I was feeling better. So I think what a lot of women <clears throat> listening to this podcast yeah. are either staring being menopausal in the face, certainly perimenopausal possibly, and if they're not, they know they're going to get there one day. Yeah. Or they're in the menopause or they're through the other side of it. Yeah. However, you know, I think one you know, one thing we all acknowledge is, like pregnancy, no two menopauses are the same. Mm. But if you could just share some of your pearls of wisdom, your kind of the three things that, that dragged you through it, what would they be? Right, okay. The minute that you, that you um, if you get those weeks, if you're perimenopausal, one in 100 women from the age of 40 to 45 will be perimenopausal. So if you have a week where you feel quite tearful and it's a bit more and it's a bit different to like PMS not that you want to strangle your boyfriend and stab him and eat a pound of chocolate yeah. yeah but you feel more <laughs> that's weepy. every day right? yeah, that's every you day. feel very <laughs> flat you feel quite weepy you feel very fat you feel overwhelmed by life you're getting these feelings that you've not really felt before so I now look back and I think I started when I was about 39 because I think I used to self-medicate more on then when I used to get those feelings I don't want those feelings and keep them away I would drink or do something to take away that feeling yeah. sounds like a hang over like a terrible yeah like terror really, come down hangover. yeah and yeah, it yeah. is and you're like, sinking uh, feeling. yeah that sinking okay. feeling yeah. and you can't leave the house no one ever told me that was anything to do with the menopause so i just was sitting there thinking oh god what's happening to me oh god and you would think it? it was because of excess yeah. and it's like yeah, yeah. that's karma that's my that's karma. karma yeah, yeah. i so, pickled and myself yeah, and yeah. It's more guilt 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 yeah, and then who's going to care about me because i'm a dickhead yeah so i couldn't i looked up everywhere but it's true yeah so i went to um i went to an meeting in Notting Hill and I was just chatting away chatting away chatting away and then when I came out uh, this lovely woman came over to me and she said you're not going mad Meg you're going through the menopause and I was oh like God. are you what she went you're going through the menopause she said um, here's my number uh, call, call me later so I called her and then she was the one who she basically just pointed me in the right direction so if it wasn't for her she went to me Meg I'm going to send you go you can go to go to your GP ask your GP to send you to an NHS menopause clinic Chelsea in Westminster where you will be able to get everything that you are that you can get privately in an NHS clinic. And that's what a lot of women don't know. It's about knowing what is available to them. So yeah. the resources are there. The NHS will facilitate you in Do your benefit yeah. if you know what you're asking for. Yeah. You've got to go in armed with a little bit of knowledge. Yeah, so on my website, I have a thing called The Nice Guide, which you can download, tick all the boxes of all your symptoms, and then it says what HRT is and what different sort you can get. And you can carry that into your GP. But we forget they've spent... A week at most studying and no, learning three about hours on the menopause. Is that three what they hours. do? Oh, that's nice. They, they, do, they do half a nice day on eating disorders. Oh, great, no, it's yeah. not. It's not oh. that. It's that. That is that is um, part of their studies. That's that is what every but GP will have. But they're not even updated. Have. Even so, with all the menopause doctors that I work with, they're really up to date and yeah. they hold own conferences and they're always knowing what's new. Any GP, like if you've had your GP say since you were like, because I've got one GP that I always go to and he's I've had him since. I was 27, but I know he's never gone on and done a bloody refresher course on the menopause, and I know he won't, so I would never go and see him. I'd go and see him with a cough and a cold and a chest infection, you know, with um, Aeneas or whatever, but I just know not to speak to him because there's no way he's a specialist. But we have, we have them in such high sort of esteem. Well, we do. But, all, all but we have to remember they're not superheroes. No, they're, they're, they're not just, superheroes. They're just and super they're people. Just, they're just mm. learning what they've been told to learn. You know, it's not like that. And you have to wait 20-odd years 
before any study is confirmed. Like, I think it's only now that they've decided that sugar's bad for you after like I mean, 30 years yeah. of disputing it. Or margarine, for example, you know? Yeah. I mean, Which we for years were told, yeah, don't it, eat it, butter, have marge. It's, it's, it's better for you. And it's not, that actually re- is hugely inflammatory. And, and so much yeah. about the help that you get is luck of the draw, it's a lottery. Yeah. Now, I'm, I think I've talking to you about this my local GP happens to do a lot of work yeah, on yeah, telly she sounds great and she's brilliant she's called Dr Rosemary Leonard and she's the, kind of the BBC breakfast news doctor which means that any new study that comes out she's she across it yeah, yeah. so when I went in at 35 and said my mum's had early menopause I feel terrible it's cyclical mm. two weeks of the month I'm like in, in the pits of despair the rest of the time I'm fine so I don't think I'm depressed I think it's hormone related and she was like but look there's this new study going on in the States and what I'm going to suggest is I'm going to change your contraceptive pill and I'm going to mix it with a low level antidepressant which will act as kind of an HRT because I'm not producing yeah. estrogen yeah and it took me a while to kind of find the right mix, but I've been on that forever. Now, and if I didn't have good. her, yeah. where would I be? Exactly. You yeah. know, I mean, like, I'm just lucky that I was I had access to somebody that's really knowledgeable, and she's written a book about the menopause. So, yeah. you know, so my God, I couldn't have I couldn't no. have been luckier. And she's on my doorstep. <sighs> so, I mean, if people do have any questions listening to this. Um, can they get in touch on the website? Yeah, can they, yeah. Can they it's drop you a megsmenopause.com uh, or you can just send an email to info at megsmenopause.com. And there's yeah. so much up there. You've done really well with it, Meg. Thank you. You really have. And uh, do you know what? I'm, and the more we talk about it, the more things like doctors will have to read up on it. They'll have to be able to point us in the right yeah. direction because the questions are going to be asked. I've got so much to look forward to. Oh, to I know, can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Enjoys. You've had four You're kids as well. You're probably all right. <laughs> but I mean, how, right. how would I? So I'm 42 now. Yes. So I'll, I'm obviously the gateway of, yeah. of, of, of uh, like perimenopausal. So I'm, I'm currently sort of, how do I sort of prepare? So before the age of 45, you can go and get um, like FSH and everything looked at and have and see where you are. I know quite a few girls that are already starting to take because we number one, we know that um, estrogel, um, it helps with um, collagen and skin and staying young. Helps to support it. your heart. Straight away, I'm like staying so young. Helps, like helps to support your heart because one in three women will suffer from a stroke or a heart attack. Wow. Yeah, in in the UK, uh, one in two women will get um, osteoporosis, or one in two women will get a collapsed pelvic floor. So the 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 we, the earlier you start taking okay. estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, the better it will be. So what is the test? So so just um, they, t- they test your bloods. Right. Test your bloods. So if you're so on so a contraceptive pill, they can't take a correct see, reading. I, I'm I'm not on the contraceptive pill. I just that's like why you've it. got four kids. That's why I've got four kids. <laughs> well, you've very got the poil. You won't have anything. No, I've, in no, you. I've, no, I've no, I've not got anything God, in me at all. Oh my God. But I've got an app telling me when I'm likely to get pregnant. Like, I'm and so then what do you do? Leave the country. I go. Right. Okay. One of us has got to get on a plane. Yeah. No. So if I go into my doctor and I say what I what what sort of test do I want? I want my hormone levels. Is it a Dutch yeah, panel? Yeah, or? yeah. You just I want my want my hormone levels checked. But um, and they have to do that, do they? Because I'm over forty. No, they don't. Okay. So you probably you know how have they to go. Pri- no, you probably have to go private. I'd go to. I, like, yeah, but what Sarah- about those that can't afford private? Yeah. No. What I'm saying is, I just think it would be a, it would be a big fight. You a big fight on on the NHS. Um, you'd have to be feeling pretty rubbishy to be, be feeling having a really bad perimenopause and if you just wanted to go in just because you thought oh I just want to see yeah. what's going on um, you'd have to be feeling pretty rough 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To go into your GP and just say, look, you know, could you send me to a menopause clinic? If you said that it's affecting your mental health, they have to take you Yeah, seriously. they would yeah. have to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think And so. that is a mental health issue. Kids, you know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. You're not, you're not on, get in there, ladies. Yeah, exactly. uh, my get advice is go. But if Davinia don't leave until you get what you need. And, uh, into, my, into my surgery, we just look in the picture. The thing is, a picture of the house, so you'd have to go mental health, definitely. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just go mental Thanks, health. Thanks, Dr. Yeah. Yeah. Losing it on the inside. Yeah. Right, ladies, you ready for your next question? Yeah. Okay. Okay, your next question. Can you think of a thing that makes you happy now that would have failed to put a smile on your face 20 years ago? Oh, yeah, exercise. Yeah. Exercise. You didn't bother, did you? No, I hated it. I mean, I had that attitude of like, okay, when you finish school, that's it, you stop. And, you know, and... You thought that was me and PE are done. Me and PE are done, you know. So (laughs) I didn't realise... You know when people say things like it's, um, you know, it's good for mental health and Mm -hmm. everything, I just thought, well, bollocks. It it makes me knackered. I don't like it. I'm not good at it. And I'm very much of you've got to be the best, otherwise don't bother type attitude. Whereas now I just do it for the love of the game and running as well. I like running. And I've been saying to Meg, it's not about running the fastest. It's just about getting out there and letting your cells do their thing. Mm -hmm. And it's my best form of sort of stress combat if I have a row with anyone which living in central London I generally do every school run (laughs) if I go to the gym 20 minutes later I'm fine and that and I just put old school house music on and I pretend I'm back in the hacienda on a podium with hot pants on without cellulite having a little rave for one yeah. and I, I get the, that euphoric recall yeah and you love it because if you go into Divinia's um, Instagram page you'll see you'll see how she lives her life now and there's that extraordinary picture that you put up which was taken in exactly the same spot and it was before exercise yes and oh I and love up. that picture yes. yeah and and it, I mean, just go and have a look uh, because it's an extraordinary I mean, about turn. Inf- inflamed. St- I mean, literally, it's like I was one big bruise. My body was just full of sort of toxins. And I mean, you couldn't even say I was grossly overweight. I was just like really sort of like struggling with even moving. You know, like you mentioned you'd had lots of babies. I'd had the kids and everything and obviously I'd had my mum pass away and, you know, I was I was eating on that as well. But I mean, I mean, you can eat as much as you want as long as you eat the, the correct thing for your body. But what I didn't know about, I was just completely anti-exercise and, and, and against... The so who turned you on to it? Well, a friend of mine, Lucy, actually, she's a bit of... Um, a loony too and she's yeah. lovely though so I mean because we, we were chatting she's done earlier and, yeah she's done ultra marathons you, you kind of swapped one addiction for exactly. another you are extremely committed I am and that's that's how I roll you know and I'm never going to be this yogi type person I'd love to be super flexible and sit there and look at a sunset and go oh wonderful well my thinking is right the sun's gone down right what's next what are we watching on telly what are we cooking what are we do you know and that's that's but how is that I because of, is that to do with with being bipolar do you think no I mean I've came I came off that bipolar medication and after num- I, I number my kids, by the way, yeah. after number three, because when I've, I found I, f- 
I thought when we were going to have number four, I, I thought, you, do you know what? My, my biggest fear of my life was my mum dying. She'd been ill all my life, to be honest. So I, and I just, I went to see my GP and I said, you know what? I just don't feel right, blah, blah, blah. And he had a look from another GP what medication I was on. And I was on super high doses of antidepressants, super high doses of bipolar medication. He said, oh, oh my God, who's put you on this? And I've been on it for years, just trundling away, you know, just like basically going through life on a sort of flat line. Because obviously, fog. well, not so much. I mean, I was still. If you I mean, got that, that much medication rattling around. But I, it, well, it wasn't affecting me that I was docile or anything. I mean, I'd gone through a divorce. I'd, you know, had other kids. <laughs> and I mean, I've, I've been on. I've been high octane operating, you know. I mean, it wasn't like I was just l- totally lethargic. I just thought, I'm not happy and I'm not sad. I'm just nothing. No. And I'm feeling, yeah, and I'm very bored. And one of my triggers is boredom. I don't yeah. like boredom. It's It doesn't sit well with Danger. me. Yeah. It is, you know, and I, I like to be doing something and feeling productive. Anyway, cut a long story short, he windled me off all, all the medication completely. Was that hard? It wasn't actually. It was a lot easier than I thought. Yeah. I didn't get any withdrawals. I don't know if it if my opiate receptors are different to some people, and me coming off those that, that my dopamine levels just didn't alter at all. I mean, I was never one for. I was always into like uppers, being up, up, high, high, and happy. I'm not. I'm not one of those relaxed, chill people. I'm not very sort of like an opiate type person. So whatever they were giving me wasn't <laughs> rocking my world. So I was fine. An opiate. Type but you person. know what I mean. You have the upper people. You yeah. have the down yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're at uni, you were always on the up. Always on the up. So, I mean, I, I just don't think they had the, the chemical mix right for me to get addicted to it, to be perfectly honest. So I came off it, and then I had Jude without any antidepressants or anything. And um, that was fine for me. And, wow, and, and, that's really and interesting. Then I found my high in doing hit and exercise and, you know, just letting my body do what it was designed to do, which is run around. Wow. All that, all those years, all, all those that, years. that searching. I know. And all you all needed to do was go for a run. Go for a run. I know. All that. Oh God. I mean, it is. It's, it's that. It's that. It's that feeling. It's putting one foot in front of the other for me. That plod. That after the five minutes, then I'm into my zone yeah. and and I feel and a bit of euphoria. And I, I hate running, but I do it because I love the way it makes me feel at the end. Exactly. I mean, I, I, a few of you try noticing halfway through if you're feeling better. Oh, Instead of just yeah, the energy, you do. you do, don't you? You do, you do. We were all de- made to run, by the way. That's why we've got feet and legs. We weren't made to sit down so often. That's why dinosaurs used to chase us. Yeah. <laughs> don't know if we were around at the same time. I made right? that bit okay, up. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a saber-toothed tiger. Meg, know. what puts a smile on your face that wasn't even on your radar 20 okay. years ago? Okay, so what puts a smile on my face? I want to say, this is quite a funny one, I want to say taking my fake boobs out. Mm. You've both okay. done that. Yeah, yeah, and I did it because Davinia did it. Okay, since I do do copy her quite a lot. <laughs> um, okay, so I put them in 23 years ago, and I took them out, and I thought they were the best thing ever. And You loved them when you first had them done, God, didn't you? Yeah, they, I loved them. I did them, changed them four times, what? bigger, smaller, you know, whatever. Pear drop, whatever they call them. Teardrop. Teardrop, yeah, all sorts. Um, bigger, smaller, this and that. Um, four times. Four times, yeah. And um, and then um, went round to see Davinia one night and she was, I was looking at her and then she was like, oh, 
Meg, you won't believe taking mine out. Feel amazing. Drop to dress size. Everything. The water bloat. Water went bloat. Down, retention. The feeling angry. Brain fog gone. Everything. Really? Do you think there's yeah. like a toxin? Yeah. Rea- a, a toxic if reaction. If you think about it, yeah. I, I liken it to um, you know when you get a splinter in your finger mm. and your body does its best to push it out and it swells up around and yeah. or like a, a bee sting or whatever. But you, can you imagine two? plastic things next to your major organs your body's yeah. going to do everything it can and did to either of you consider it. that 20 odd years ago when you had them put in no I wanted to be like Pamela <laughs> god she had all the fun yeah <laughs> she invited Tommy Lee and everything yeah oh yeah did you remember discussing with each other I'm going to get mine done no me and I would just sneak off and then come back into the field and everyone would go what have you where have you two been we just start partying straight away yeah straight party I'm like in Paris and then came back like yeah. drunk with like new boobs. Boobs, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Took myself off so you Paris. decided yeah. first off that yours were going to go to Vinya. Yeah. Because I um I think I just I think I'd had number 4 and I don't know, I just had an inclining that something wasn't right. And I tell you what the weird one was, Jude who's number 4. He was I, I was trying to breastfeed him and because I wasn't on medication anymore, the doctor said I'm okay to breastfeed. So I was breastfeeding him and he wouldn't feed off the right breast, but he would feed off the left. Anyway, when I got them taken out, it turns out the right one was ruptured anyway. <gasps> I know! Oh. But I wouldn't have known that at no. all unless I'd have taken them out because they didn't look swollen. I wasn't feeling oh. any pain. I, I just, it, I felt nothing except bleh and fluey. And I had oh. a cold as well, constantly. I was always had big sinus, yeah. didn't I? And there's nothing, yeah. nobody's ever been able to say to you, yes, that was the cause of all of those things, but that's no. just what you well, were there's a lot. 48 no. hours, I was feeling <laughs> so much better. Really? And it's a gradual... Meg, did you feel better? Did yeah, you feel absolutely. the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I felt exactly the same. All the water the weight went from my neck and my yeah, shoulders all around and your here, back you sort of and everything. You just Your back fat went, gone. I haven't even got fake boobs. What can I take out? Yeah, and now the FDA are now saying, aren't they, that they're banning. Uh, textured boobs and all this so it's starting to change a lot I was speaking to a couple of plastic surgeons they take out more boobs now than they put in in the UK wow. and yeah. how do you feel about your body now that you're back you to your natural self like better. And it's so no much bra. easier to dress isn't it I think it looks more I was elegant looking, I was looking at Casey yeah. Price I, was, I flew over today and I was, I was, I was in the airport just looking in, in, in Marbella in Malaga airport and I was just looking at poor Casey Price, who's so beautiful, so good looking. I'm just looking at this poor girl with all this surgery around her face again. But then I'm just thinking, what's so obvious is like these massive boobs just making her look strange and huge about, you know. It must hurt to carry around as well. Well, It's got to put a strain on your back. But I just think on your liver. And yeah. your whole, like, you've got this thing called the methylation mm-hmm. cycle in your the, body. Yeah, and it's meridian like a whole, every, everything. It's just like, it's just, it's just, it's causing like a, a, a car crash in the middle of your body. Like, you know, your lymph nodes and everything, your, all yeah, your detox right system. There. And it's not just a case of everything circumnavigating around it. It doesn't work that way. You've literally blocked. got plastic in your body and your body's going to go, this oh, isn't right, let's push out. it out, let's push it out, mm. let's send antibodies there. I mean, can let's you imagine, up. like, if Inez came to you now and said, Mum, I want to get my boobs done? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't think she would. No, for a she, no, no, no. She not wouldn't. Stupid for a as God, no, <laughs> not as stupid. But you, no. you know, I'd, I would. I'd, yeah, I'd just say no. Definitely, yeah. Absolutely, 100%. But I you're mean, so good because you're so open with her about what went on with you. She'd probably go, yeah, mum knows yeah, better. Yeah, I know. Do, yeah. She knows not to do that. Mum's yeah. done all the experimenting yeah, <laughs> that you ever needed. Yeah. 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 Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Let's talk parenting. Yeah. Let's talk parenting. This is my last question to you, ladies. Right, okay. I'm really intrigued to know because you've done, you, you've raised Inez predominantly as a single mum. Yes. Which is very much the path I've walked. Yeah. You've done it both ways. You've had every iteration of parenting on your own, shared custody, and now, of course, you're happily married with Matt. Yeah. And, and you, you're in that committed, loving yeah. parenting space yeah. that we all aspired to when we started. Yeah. Um, yeah. What has being a mum taught you? Um, I, I think, well, I mean, on a practical point of view, it's helped me with my sort of like organization skills. You know, I have to think uh, a lot more. There's four of them. So there's like four different school drop offs. There's four different. They go to different schools. Oh, yeah. I mean, why Jesus. would it be easy? Why would it be easy? Oh, no. Yeah, how did you get that moron. so wrong? Right. Well, it's the same school, but they've got different bloody postcodes for each part of the school. So, oh. yeah, exactly. So. So, so the the the, the organisational skills in you have have come to the fore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I'm not- can I just quickly? They have got. She's got in her kitchen like all the boys' homework. It's like the Egyptians, the dinosaurs, <laughs> all up there. They've all got a peg with their school uniforms on and their games kit on and all their homework timetables. I mean, I'm in shock even when I go around there. That's and so also, Davinia cooks all the meals, even more so, even more shocking. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She's a really hands-on mum. It is, it is so pretty amazing. So you don't no childcare, do you? No. no. I'm really, no. I'm really think that's fantastic. Yeah, it's quite amazing when you go around there. It's like, yeah, I love but it. Yeah, you've got to run a tight ship. And But I also, I, I notice as well, I catch myself... I I'm very self-critical as a parent. I always think everything I'm doing is wrong, you yeah, know. We all and, do. I, and it's it's a lot of guilt, isn't there, when you become a parent? Horrific. I mean, my mum said that, said that to me before she died. She said you'll spend the rest of your life feeling guilty. So just like you're not enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've done that wrong, and you know, like I took I took the older two to uh, Disney World the other day and um, my second one always oh, naughty he really is naughty and he'd honestly he'd make a saint swear anyway we're talking we'd done Disney World one day then Universal the next day and then this is Bush Gardens and he's 
kicking off, playing holy hell because he can't go on one of the biggest rides because he's not tall enough. So I went, right, that's it. Come here. We're going to go and sit in the car. I am sick of you being so sport. Blah, 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 all this. This police officer came over to me and said, excuse me, ma'am, I don't know what part of the world you're from, but over here in the USA, we do not tolerate that sort of abuse to kids. I went, oh, really? Oh, really? Well, I've just done three bloody theme parks and I'm at the end of my tether. And he went, if you carry on, you'll have to spend a night in a cell. I went, no. I went, do you know what? Good. You take him, I'll happily spend the night in a cell. You deal with him and him on sugar. Go on. And he just went, I'm sorry, ma'am, I'll let you carry on with you. Enjoy the park. Was he from the Disney police? No, he wasn't. Unfortunately, that would have been great. No, he was pushed guard. They they have real, like, they have proper powers there, the Disney police, because I've... Oh, come up against them. Do they? I mean, there's a lot of tension in Disney with queue jumping and everything. I mean, it's oh, yeah. Oh. But they own, they own the electricity, I believe, in Florida. They own a lot of the land around it. And, you know, yeah, they police it. And there's Disney jail. <laughs> no, it is a strange place anyway, yeah. Tis yeah. I was very happy to touch back down in Gatwick, actually, yeah, after this week. It's it's the dark. Dark. Thank God for Europe. But the kids yeah. love it, don't they? They do yeah, love it. Yeah, and I'm yeah, sure I just do, had a bad do. experience. Yeah. But emotionally, what has being a mum taught you, or in terms of the, the change in the way you think, respond to things? Um, I think the whole the whole experience um, just, just for me has just made me more unselfish, I think. I think I really, it's brought me into, um, I think all about feelings and all that sort of um, all jealousy and anger and all those things that I used to flare up to and stuff. It's just made me be very open and be able to share and talk with Anais, I think. So every bit of the way, um, I've been like talking through it. So it's just been very... For both of us, being being quite an experience because I I didn't think that I would be like that as a mum. I thought I was going to, no, 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 I didn't. But I just thought I was going to be sort of, you know, I wasn't very maternal, you see. And then, no, so I just thought, and then all of a sudden it sort of just came more about sharing and talking. I just thought I was going to be mum. I always had to help. I always had a nanny. You know, it was a bit like this and this went off to boarding school. But, you know, we're more closer. Is that word more closer? um, than yeah. yeah, than we could ever be, and just even from the age of like eleven and twelve, we would sit and talk about absolutely everything, and um, and it just was like this little person. I just would be able to from that. Um, what I'm really trying to say is from the help of going to AA, it taught me such a lot. Yeah, so it's, it's what really, it did. It's a really good guy. Yeah, so life, I think yeah, I should actually. say that it probably makes more sense. So everything I was taught when I would get like really angry and everything, I would blame it on everybody else. And what I was taught was that I've always got a part in it. Yeah. So when I would go into an AA's bedroom, be like, you know, your room is so tidy. It was untidy. Why didn't you do it? Really, it wasn't really that untidy. I'd probably eat in a box of chocolates the night before. I was really pissed off with what I'd eaten. And I would take it out on her first thing in the morning. So then I would sort of tell her about this and we learned to learn to navigate yeah. it. And so I would then go, it's got to be my part, it's got to be my part. So when Aeneas would be like not feeling good or feeling a bit jealous or a bit angry, I was able to get her to explain it 
So yeah. yeah, and I'd say you know why so are you you've feeling become angry? each other's teachers. Yeah, I think, and that's and that's all from being in AA. Yeah, because I would yeah, never. Yeah, AA is like I don't know. I mean, it's a shame that the AA is so guarded and yeah. everything. It has to be, but the, their their yeah. principle and life is it's, it's a bit like a like a, I suppose like a church, and it's sort of like owning your part of it and sort of like handing over to a, a higher power and everything. It's, it kind of like takes the load off yourself and just it, it kind of helps you unravel why you behave the way you do. Like anger is basically fear, this sort of thing. So if I'm kicking off. And I, and I do. I'm, I'm very, very sort of volatile, particularly in traffic. And if I'm like shouting at someone to move out the effing way because, you know, I'm late for the school, it's nothing to do with them. I'm kicking off because I'm worried my boys are going to be late for school and the headmaster's going to look at me like I'm a loser mum. And that's where it comes from. It's yeah. not the poor cyclist yeah. who's got his chain stuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and it's just giving you that second to rewind and go. And I find that if I, if I shout at the boys, I'll rewind straight away and I'll say, listen, this is why I'm shouting at you. I mean, if it's them, if one of them's kicking the other one, they'll that's obviously simple, get shot yeah. yeah but if I'm kicking off on them for some reason I've got that's that's the brilliant thing about what AA teaches you is to rewind and just hang on hang on take mm. a step back and just where's that coming from I mean it's just basic sort of just psychology yeah. you know but which th- helps don't you think but I didn't have any of that before <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I just thought it was all one big movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, do you not think though that um, through the eyes of your children you, you're reminded about the real simplicity of life and what is actually important and what isn't and I think you know you know your kids can can just strip it right back and make you declutter your views mm. yeah like watching my two little ones in the sea like my three and five year old at the moment we got them like little body boards you know and they're just like they're only like about 10 euros and they've just spent hours on there you know and they're so excited yeah. I mean my older one now is 12 is like in the wraps of Fortnite you know he's loving that and everything but I still see him he's chatting with his mates from school online and they've got their own little banter going on and you know they're really giggling stuff but just like your two youngest splashing around in the sea if you didn't have kids you wouldn't be in the sea putting your face in the water reminding yourself oh, yeah. to yeah. lie back look up at the sky sometimes and just yeah all it, those things you, that if you, you didn't do. have children no. you wouldn't do that you'd just still yeah. probably be running probably t- t- to the bar yeah yeah absolutely or, you know, yeah. yeah I mean it was it's a catalyst to uh, keep me I mean but the thing is with addiction and stuff it doesn't necessarily keep you in AA just because you've got kids because you have got a, a, an urge that is so strong to make you survive that's why you drink and that's why what people don't understand about like the alcoholic the reason why you're drinking is to survive what you're feeling and you're doing the best you can to stay alive at that point because without alcohol the way I was feeling I could have quite easily killed myself you know so this this is the and there's a push and pull scenario because Mm. like the trouble is with getting sober is you got to get sober before you can sort your life out when it's your life and what you're feeling that's making you drink in the first place but that means you've got to be alone with those feelings right I know and there's not a lot of therapists that that can help with that and that's why I'm so interested in like the DNA of it so you know that you're not to blame it's just something you've inherited Mm -hmm. and then you can sort of move on and go okay tell me what to do next that's just the way it is my DNA says that now what do I do well you write this down at night don't you wish you'd known this years ago yeah oh my god I mean you know any family Christmas should be an indication of it (laughs) It's in the family, let's face it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I think, yeah, I think we've got that knocking around somewhere. But you're proud of where you are now, girls. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Happy in your own skin? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think think we always have the influences, but 
I think, do you know, to me, particularly when I turned 40 and after having four kids, I just thought, oh, do you know what? I'm never going to be a runway model or anything. So just get over it. Just be strong and just be fit and just be healthy. Well, and and that, that's that's more than enough bloated. for most people. And don't be bloated. Don't <laughs> eat gluten. favourite word. Oh, don't I'm be bloated. So bloated. Be nice to your gut. <laughs> yes. yes, gut's health, you know, because that's the key to mental health. What yeah. you eat really, really well. It really affects me. That's why in Disney World I didn't eat anything. I just, I, uh, I just you. fasted. I just. No wonder you were so hangry. No, I just had like these little sachets of fat that I eat. You eat fat? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. does coconut, coconut oil. oil. Oh. Like an MCT oil, and it'll just stop you from eating because it'll stop you the sugar cravings because your body oh. is satisfied. Sounds really boring, though. Oh, no, 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 it's not, because you soon forget about food and you crack on with your life. Do you? Yeah, I intermittent yeah. fast every day. I give my body so at least I. 12 hours. You, at least I want 12 to be hours. you. I want to have all of this knowledge and wisdom and discipline. Oh, my God, it's not discipline, it's preparation. Like, I got on a flight this morning full of fat, full of it, eating it, and so I'm not tempted by any bloody bagel or anything like that because my body is satisfied, and as soon as that trolley goes past, it's gone. Remember, I'm an addict and I'm tempted by anything bad, anything at all, and it's got my name on it. How can you sit on an easy jet at five o'clock in the morning and not say yes to a bacon sandwich? It's quite easy because I've just eaten a load of fat. I've just got my headphones on, MCT oil, multi-chain triglycerides. Just DM me, I'll send you a shopping (laughs) list. So go now, don't you worry. (laughs) Oh, girls, thank you. No, thank you for having us. It's so wonderful to see you both. Oh, I know. And I know we've got to get you to an airport, but but thank you. And I hope that your, your friendship continues for many more years to come. Thank you, Kate. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can count Thank on that. You. Whilst you're both sat in a corner sucking coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> Living our best yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> That's it from this week's White Wine Question Time. Please don't forget, if you like what you've heard, rate us and review us. It really does help other people to discover the podcast. And if you want to chat to me, I'm on Instagram as the Kate Thornton, or you can comment on our Twitter and Instagram handles. We are at WhiteWineQT. White One Question Time is produced by me, Kate Thornton, alongside Caitlin Mercer for Yahoo UK, and our music, as always, has been provided by Andy Bell. Andy Bell's uh, band Ride have scored a massive top five album. If you want to check it out, I would encourage you to do so. Thank you so much for listening. For once, I don't need to say drink responsibly because not a drop has passed these lips. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 